0: Welcome to, I think it's episode 30 of the Cadence Beat.
1: (laughs) Hannah, let's call it 30. What
0: do you think?
1: Sometimes that's what I do with my age. I'm like, I think I'm 30. (laughs) But you like, (laughs) when you get to this point, you're like, I'm not really sure. I think I'm 30. So this episode is probably (laughs) 30-ish. Can I say I'm 32?
0: (laughs) I had my child when I was eight. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to go with 32. We're all 30. This is the nice. episode, the anti-aging episode where we're there all 30 or less. 30 and flirty nice. and thriving. We're here for it. I love it. I love it. So we're going to start a new segment called Adventures with Hannah. Because Hannah, not oh, only gosh. have you run like the Boston Marathon and you had a personal record, at the marathon yes what happened 20 seconds if you want to count that (laughs) 20 seconds counts like how was that I don't think we've talked about the marathon we I think before it happened we like foreshadowing and
1: all of that but how was it for you it was it was an experience for sure some people are like I want to run the Boston Marathon a million times and there's like signs people who are like This person, 53rd Boston Marathon, and I have friends who are already training for next year. I feel like it was great, and I don't never need to do it again. (laughs) But it was, it is an experience. There are, I think they said, half a million people take off work just to come and cheer you on. Maybe it's actually way more than that. It's insane. Just the whole entire time you're running, there's hundreds and hundreds of people just cheering for you. And yeah, it's a really wild time. But yeah, it, it, and you it's had, like a you different your, kind of fun. I'd be like, it was fun, but also it was really hard. <laughs> but it was I bet. fun. Your family came up and cheered you on. Your mom was there? Yes, my, my mom and little brother were there and my boyfriend. And then my cousins live just outside of Boston. So they came in, which was super fun. And I had two other friends who were running it as well. Actually, three other friends. It was fun to be out there with them. Although I did not see them the entire day because there was so many people. But <laughs> I knew they were there. <laughs> That's so cool. And since then, you've been taking
0: it easy. I hear that's sarcastic. Like, what else have you've been doing? Like, you
1: just don't stop. That's why we have adventures with Hannah here because (laughs) it's not something to be proud of. I need to learn how to slow down. Truly, I have run less, but I did run a half marathon a couple weeks ago, and it was fine. I yeah, (laughs) my body is taking a long time to recover. So anyway, I. Ben was making fun of me because I ran a half marathon and then two days later went and climbed to Mount Adams. And like I said, I'm not proud of it. It was very hard (laughs) and I hit many low moments. (laughs) One was we were snowboarding down Mount Adams and I I had a split board and I couldn't get it to turn. And so I was laying upside down in this like tree and there maybe were tears. And (laughs) I was like, yeah, this was too much. This was too much, (laughs) but it was wild and fun skied six miles from the summit which was crazy wow that's, that's
2: awesome. amazing yeah. Yeah. and so on that particular trip i had dropped her off at some three thirty in the morning at an airport to be like hey so tomorrow you're running a marathon and the next two days later you're climbing the mountain so she's those two events are wrapped up in all of her travel and work and catching babies and everything else
0: yeah wow And how many babies have you? Yeah, that's a lot. But hey, that's what life is all about—is having fun and adventures, and doing things and pushing yourself to. Because if you're not growing, you're in a comfort zone, and comfort zones kill, or so I've been told.
2: Yeah, Yeah, this fascinating thing I heard on a podcast about a neuroscientist was getting interviewed, and he said that he studied why people feel like. Time slows down when something bad is going to happen, like they're in a car wreck and they can, everything seems to slow down. And he said, it's not actually that they're experiencing time slow down, like time's happening just as fast as it always is. It's that their memories are so rich in that moment because they're like, it's a new experience. It's experience of your brain is I need to remember everything because this is really scary or this is really intense. And so your brain captures a whole lot more data than it usually does. Usually your brains don't need to remember that. Don't need to remember that. And so he said, if you want to feel like you're living longer or like having fuller years, if you will, have more new experiences because then your brain Hmm. will take in more information and you will feel like time is not going as fast because you're capturing more data. And so when you think about it later on, you'll feel like it's slowed down for you versus if you're not doing anything fun or interesting or new. You will look back and go, "Man, that last month was like a blur," and it's because your yeah. brain—there's huh. like, nothing to remember here, so just move along.
1: That's
0: interesting. Which
2: I thought it was fascinating. Anyway,
0: interesting, yeah. So, going that's... for those peak experiences
2: and just new experiences too, like yeah. pushing yourself yeah. to do something new, and the novelty of it allows your brain remembers more, and thus you feel like you've lived more.
0: Yeah, interesting. So there's this author that I worked with, he wrote this book called The Book of Est. And the Est trainings were these things that happened in like the 70s. What's this guy's name? Werner Erhard, I think. But these S trainings, so if you have a headache, and the headache is just persisting, his thing was, feel the headache, like fully feel it, be with the headache, and then it goes away. Because it's like we go through these experiences in our lives and like things that we don't want to deal with. We just, yeah, I don't want to deal with the taxes and the headaches and all of these things. <laughs> but if you like are fully present with an experience, then you have like more control over it. And so the thing that stuck with me with all of this was that if you have a headache, be fully present. Be like in the experience of having mm-hmm. the headache and then the headache goes away. So weird thing about like, Peak experiences and that peak experiences can happen. Not you know, like you don't have to climb a mountain to have a peak experience. You could have a piece of peak experience listening to this podcast with us. Yeah. Come on.
2: And that
1: <laughs> segues
2: into my segment, which I'm going to call no. figuring out how to be productive with Ben or something like that. <laughs> I'm constantly trying new ways to be more productive in terms of like how to organize my thoughts and life and this tool that tool if you have a note-taking app i've probably tried it i've tried just about every single productivity app and i'm always trying new ones and one of the main things and how this relates to that is the idea of trying to capture things when it comes to mind to allow your mind the space to like okay it's written down somewhere let it go and that allows you to instead of like constantly shoving oh I need to remember that oh I need to remember that or remember that and then you have this big shadow of things you need to remember and you're constantly living under a pressure of what am I forgetting what did I not what did I need to remember that I didn't remember or what important thing and so I've been really focusing on like capture like how do I capture things that I need to do thoughts ideas whatever so I can just free up that brain space and I've tried a lot of apps, but right now the app I really like is TickTick. Tick, and the reason I like it, I like this as well for capturing quick thoughts. I put everything into the inbox. TickTick, tick, Todoist are very similar. The big difference with Tick is it syncs with your calendar better and I can drop things in for time boxing, which I like to do. So I can look at my calendar and say, today, I want to move this and this into the day and that's when I'm get done. And I feel a lot better about life if I do that, but The main thing is to capture inside of a to-do list app. And if you capture it in an inbox and then whenever you have a minute, you sort it and you put it in where it needs to go. So if it's like, I need to remember to buy a gift, then like I put that in my to-do list and so I have an inbox and then I have a to-do list. And then in my to-do list, I can mark things as by this time, or I actually don't need to do that till tomorrow. If it's a calendar thing, like an event, stick it in the calendar if I need to write an email or whatever, like it's sorting that inbox later, but the main thing is like capture and TickTick is a great app for that. So there you go. There's my productivity app I'm currently playing around with.
0: Interesting. Have you ever heard of this thing called building a second brain?
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, Just I do. I've
0: yeah, been trying to do that like his
1: whole life. <laughs>
2: I practice a lot of those things. I wouldn't say I've arrived. I haven't actually read there. So it comes from a book from a person. I've watched like (laughs) videos and listened to podcasts about it. I haven't read the book, but I, but yes, that concept of how do I organize things in a sense in a second brain. And so I, I definitely do that. I use some apps and things to try to organize like a lot of stuff in a way that is like that. But in all of that, like the most practical thing is still capture and organize Yeah. on the front end versus they go into a lot of structure for how you want to keep stuff. Yeah. But yeah.
0: Okay. I find cool. all
2: the productivity things fascinating. And mm-hmm. like Atomic Habits is probably one of my all-time favorite book reads. It's like a yearly read. <coughs> mm-hmm.
0: Nice. Yeah. So the building a second brain thing keeps coming up in where, so I've opened tabs and then I do a tab nuke at the end of the week where it's just, we'll start, we'll try again next week. (laughs) Like all these interesting things I (laughs) want to get into. And it's just, I don't have enough me, but that keeps popping up and going away. So I was wondering if you are into that.
2: Yeah. There's a lot of cool things you can do to try to organize it. Yeah. Like I said, I'm not that far along into where I would say like confidently, oh yes, like I have a second brain. I have a good system right now using notion and things like that for how I do stuff and tick tick is like the main daily interface thing.
0: Okay. I'll have to open a tab. (laughs) (laughs) See if it survives the week. We'll see. Interesting. Very cool. I guess my segment is crazy things I'm going to try. I just, things show up in my world and I try crazy things. And I sometimes spend money on crazy things because, (laughs) okay, I want to. My life is limited right now. I have to encourage a stroke patient to do hard things. And so I think because I'm always like, I sound like Tony Robbins like in this motivational you can do this <laughs> motivational stuff so maybe it's like affecting me where I'm just like I'm going to try a thing. I joined a newsletter writing cohort. It's a class and it's part of a group called Small Bets and the guy that started it he was he worked for Amazon and he started the Small Bets thing and it's just like people who are starting small entrepreneurial types of experiments. Not like this big butt, but like a small butt to see experiments. And I'm like, oh, this sounds fun and interesting. There are so many interesting people in this group and they all talk about their ideas. Mm-hmm. And I'm really into that, that like I could just sit and watch what other people are doing and be very excited about it. But I'm like, newsletters I write, I can do this. I'm going to be great at it. And I have been humbled. Because there's so many really <laughs> good writers as a part of this who are really successful with doing Substack newsletters. They're getting paid money to write. And I've thrown a couple of articles in there and I get, nobody's like tearing me down, but I get so much good feedback. And I think I just like, I really have missed like collaborative writing experiences. And so I'm having that now and it has felt, I feel empowered and uplifted, and I want to just write all of the things now. So it's been really exciting. One of the first things I wrote about was one of the things I wanted to talk to you guys about because I was coming home from a trip, and I'm not driving to DFW Airport ever again after WordCamp Phoenix. (laughs) Never again will I drive to that airport. It's (laughs) It's a terrible
1: airport. Should we dare ask? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: It is the worst organized airport in the entire world. So I figure, oh okay, I'm flying American. I can just park in Terminal C. And when I come home, my car will be right there. So I'm going to pay extra for that privilege. And they dump me off in like Terminal D. And I've got to take a train at two twelve thirty in the morning to try to find my car. I didn't get home until 2 o'clock in the morning. It was... Never again will I drive th- And then I got charged $80 for the privilege of it. And I was like, <laughs> never again. I will pay someone. So I got this Lyft driver as I'm coming home from this trip. And it was pretty early in the morning. And he, I'm like, so do you drive Lyft full time? No, I just started. I just quit my job and I just started a business. And I've got 130,000 followers on TikTok. And I draw anime. And I'm like, interesting. Tell me more. And this guy was really fascinating. We're now Instagram friends, (laughs) like good friends and everything. We're talking about like different strategies with this business. And I'm like, how are you selling? How are you selling? How are you monetizing this? And he's "I'm selling art on my website. Do tell. I'm hoping for a WordPress story here. I'm really (laughs) hoping for a WordPress story. (laughs) Oh, I've got a Wix site. I'm just like, no, (laughs) tell me more. (laughs) Why did you choose Wix? And he's it just, I see ads for it everywhere. And it just seems that it's easy. It's so easy. It was so easy to set up. And so I go on TikTok and I do live streams and he draws his art and people go to his his site and they buy his art. He has quit his full-time job and is supporting a wife and baby who his wife doesn't work. She's at home with the baby, which I just love. And he is also going to like conventions and selling his art, but he's selling it on Wix. And I'm listening to him tell me all of these stories of how well it's going and how he's growing his audience. And I can't find my little in on WordPress and Cadence. And I can't even talk about ShopKit. What? My life is ending. What do I do? So then we start talking about, like, how is he building his email list? And I got my in there and we ended up, like, sharing, like, ideas, but. He helped me think about TikTok differently. I helped him think about an email list differently. And it was a very productive conversation. But it's haunted me, you guys. It's haunted me that he is on Wix and finding success. Is that's game? Pressing... <laughs> <laughs> it's still haunting. So that's, that's the first article I wrote for this news, newsletter cohort is huh. like why people should be on WordPress and Wix isn't going to be supporting him forever. And like, I just, but it, he's fine on Wix. I can't tell him to get off Wix. He needs to build his audience and build his business and build his list. And that's more yeah. important than him being on WordPress right now. And I felt terrible about it because I know long-term open source on your platform, all of the things that we normally talk about, but at the same time he is successfully building a business on Wix. And I know a lot of people are building successful businesses on Shopify and Squarespace is helpful for a lot of people and Webflow. And I'm seeing now people talking about Canva and how it's a great platform for building a website. Where is WordPress going to be in the future?
2: Yeah, I think one... I wanted to ask this. Do they give you a prompt or you just write any newsletter and you give it to them? Like they don't give you any in your writing group. It's just whatever you want.
0: It's whatever you want, but they are definitely talking Uh. about like, where is your expertise? So they, they want me, they want all of us to basically assert your expertise and assert why someone should listen to you. And they gave a bunch of examples of different people who One guy worked at Microsoft and helped, he had the perfect frame of, I helped close billions of deals with these Excel tips and tricks. And I'm like, I'm sold billions of deals with Excel. I want to know more. And so like they're showing you like, what are these like little hooks that you can interest people in your newsletter with your expertise and your experience, which is what Google's telling us they want from us anyway. So I'm seeing all of these different people and then they come to me and I'm like, I want to talk about, I'm talking about security, aren't I? I've cleaned (laughs) over 2000 WordPress (laughs) sites. I'm like, all right, I can talk about this. This is, it's boring to me now but anyways, I have to talk a little bit about my expertise that's what they're like trying to pull up people mm-hmm. to be personable to be interesting and to share your expertise and they have these formulas for doing it and it's it's been very fascinating but it's also been challenging because it's I don't know but there are some people who are have really interesting experiences. And that's what I'm enjoying more is like being able to contribute. Because you have to submit your newsletter and then the guys who are teaching the course will give you feedback and tell you how to make it better. And they've made my writing better. But then you have to also contribute to other people's newsletters and what's working for you with what they're writing and what's not working. So that experience is not only helping me be a better writer, it's helping me Think about communicating to audiences better, and it's been just. Mm. See, see, this is why I'm in marketing because this is fun for me. This is what I'm doing on my Monday and Thursday nights because it's like, all right, everybody's bad now. Now I get to play. Yeah, I'm not climbing a mountain. I'm (laughs) writing. I
1: love it.
2: Yeah, but (laughs) I I think like that whole thing is so crucial for anyone in our audience to hear. Get into something where you're being challenged and pushed. to like better tune your skills and also open up your eyes to see all like all the directions that if you're feeling a burnout of my job isn't very interesting some of it is just because you're not feeding like the curiosity part of it and the like what's happening what are other people doing what challenges can I put in front of me so if you're in like I love that idea for like someone who's doing web design go and find a group that will critique and force you to put out products mm-hmm. or projects, and all of that stuff. Or if you're doing anything like that, I think that's like such a cool way to interact with people and get feedback. And so I think that's awesome. And then like to your point of, okay, what about WordPress and where does this all fit? I think that's like part of the, part of it too, is like, you just got to get in the game with your ideas and not focus yeah. too much on platform especially if you're starting out. And Wix is, we can poo-poo it. Like it's obviously a successful brand and a lot of people are building really good things on it. And I've tried like Wix and Squarespace and there's some like Squarespace's fluid grid builder is super cool. And Shopify, like one of the big benefits to Shopify right now is honestly the shop app and the ability to do, to capture your audience through payment is such a fascinating tool that they have that is only for Shopify. And so there's a lot of reasons to join different platforms. And it's not like we're here to say WordPress is the best for everybody. I think there are some really good reasons to choose WordPress, even to choose it if you're starting out. But I think what's more important is to start somewhere and get it, test out your ideas. And so for that point, like that Wix, like lets you, Spin up a site, Squarespace, let you spin up a site without paying anything. You can start to test your ideas. See if this is going to come into a web page and make sense. Or if you're, you want to test your writing skills and subflow is a super simple, like way to go, do I have something? Is this something that could be monetized? In which case maybe I'll invest some time into creating and owning my own system in WordPress.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's definitely a great place to get started but then with any walled garden like that you're going to bump into the wall you're going to bump into the limitations of the system at some point or another or just get tired of paying the fees that's really
2: what like shopify and a lot of those just you just start paying a lot of money squares online store is very expensive and yeah once you, once you do a comparison. And yeah. again, it's just about getting in and trying things. But Medium is another good spot. What are other platforms that are like, okay, I want to try out. I think I might try writing, blogging, but I don't want to go through the trouble of building a site. Medium it's probably the best place to go do a one-off article. See if you get traction.
0: There, I love their editing experience on Medium it's sublime i think it's what wordpress and gutenberg has tried to be but medium just they've had it for so many years where it's just like your browser is word it's a doc and it's so much more than a doc and it's so clean i've loved how mediums see this is my problem is i have all of these things but then i get i like it's just like when, like when I themes the vulnerability report, I always look over it, and it's like, oh, look at this vulnerability, and then later they're like, <laughs> have you gotten done looking at that? <laughs> I'm just like, I'm, I just, I proof a concept this i'm i get lost in the technology and all of the tools newsletters Mm -hmm. like i'm doing mine on convert kit because that's i love convert kit but there's substack there's beehive which has got a great experience and i'm just like stop trying because i get like really distracted with wanting to play with all of the toys and the technology and the tools and i need Mm -hmm. to be more like my lift driver and just
1: publish like just do it yeah i'm not that way at all i'm like somebody tell me the easiest way to do this tell me that you've already researched it and i will just trust you so (laughs) i would be the person that if i saw an ad that was like here's the easiest way to build your website and i like wasn't in wordpress already i'd be like sick i'll do that how do we convince people that they should be in wordpress like kathy if that lift driver would have been like so what do you, like, do you think I should be in WordPress and why? Or, like, what would your argument be had that door been open for you to, like, push WordPress and therefore push Cadence? Yeah.
0: You know me, if I'm in the back of a car, I'm going to talk about WordPress <laughs> and Cadence. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so your
1: drive was a little bit longer. How <laughs> long would it have taken for you to, like... Yeah.
0: I just, I honestly just hearing where he was in terms of like how his business was growing. He had just quit his job like four months ago, wife and baby at home. And I'm like, build your audience and get your email list. Like that to me felt like the greatest thing for him to do is to start establishing connections and building his community around his work. Because we've seen like how important community is in marketing. If you don't have a community of people who are fans, like core fans end up being your marketing army that builds that audience, the people that they're talking to. And that's worked really well with a lot of different brands. So I wanted that for him before own your plaque. Platform. I couldn't get there with him because that was so far off into the future of just once he has, he, he's in liftoff mode right now. So he just needs to really focus. And then I just talked, I did talk to him a little bit about owning your platform and how there's more flexibility. You can do more stuff and have like memberships and uh, you could do anything with WordPress. There's a plugin for that. So I mm-hmm. gave him that whole spiel, but I didn't want to focus on yeah. that and like have him <laughs> like question, maybe I should change all of my focus and learn PHP, yep. no, dude, you just, you're doing everything yep. right. You're doing so yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That is, it is such, it, even if you're in WordPress, it's hard to not get distracted by all the things should I be oh, yeah. using this product. Or, there's a lot to be distracted by. And sometimes you just need to be focused on if, how do I make this work and make money now and start to grow? And then I can strategize, but you got to get it out there and you got to see if it's going to work. Yeah. And there's obviously there's pros to WordPress in that like the platform itself is free and there's a lot of free tools, a whole lot of free tools. So your, your semi average hosting is what you're going to be your monthly costs and that's not that high compared to what you're going to pay in other places to owning and being able to grow all of the things that you need to do, but I've definitely like when I was doing freelance, I definitely ran into people being like, I want a website and I wanted to do this. And then I wanted to do this. And then I also wanted to do this. And I was like, and then five more things they wanted it to do. And I was like, you have you, no one even knows about your website. There's no way you're going to get these 10 things off the ground and working. Try to find the best thing that you want it to do and see if you can do that before you try to become like a competitor to Facebook, <laughs> essentially. <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> like (laughs) just figure out what you're like, do you have an audience in one area? And then like you can start growing and WordPress is so great because you can grow in the platform. Whereas having to switch and having to switch is tricky and time consuming. And there's all the risks involved with it. But in the end, like if someone came to me and was like, I need a simple website to sell this thing. And I saw an ad for Wix and I get it. I'd be like, okay, like, you're going to hit a point where you're going to want to leave. But if it's working for you in this moment, I'm not going to be like job number one, leave. It's going to be like, yeah, you should probably think about this down the road. But right now you need to think about, is this going to be viable where I can support a family and things like
0: that? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's interesting because I think it, because so many of us work in WordPress, it's okay. That's our de facto tool. It's what we're going to go towards, Mm -hmm. but Really, people need to choose the tool that's going to vibrate with them, that's going to allow them really to focus on making those connections between business and customer and grow that rather than you have to pick the tool that's going to work for you now. And if it doesn't work for you in the future, you can always change. But all of the tools, there's no right email tool. There's no right website creation tool. It's what tool is going to help you make the connection to a customer now make customers and, and to grow that and yes. scale that into a place where you can quit your job and you don't have to drive lift anymore. And yeah. you can mm-hmm. really focus on doing the thing that you, that brings you joy in your, that, I love talking to people like that. And I think that's one of the things I love so much about WordPress is you go to these word camps or you talk to people in the cadence Facebook group and it's somebody who's bringing their dream to life. And I just want that if it's mm-hmm. not WordPress, okay for now but I just I am so empowered by seeing people find their passion and bringing it to the web and bringing it to their heart really because I could just see it and hear it in his voice that he is so proud of himself that first of all he's paying for everything so his wife can stay home with their baby but also doing something that he loves while he's doing that what more can he ask for yeah and so that's one of the reasons I am excited about Cadence is because so many people coming into the Facebook group who are just getting started with Cadence, getting started with their dream and bringing it. And WordPress is able to do that for them and set them up for a long-term success. So thank you for letting me play with all of this stuff. I have so much fun with it.
1: I love it. And I have so fun watching Kathy do it.
0: Have fun watching Canada do it, and Ben. Do, like you, this team is so amazing, and it's been it's been fun getting to know everybody on the team, right? Because there's so many people that you know you, you, who watch us on YouTube or listen to the podcast wherever. But there's so many people that you're not hearing about who are part of the Cadence team that are innovative, bright and really passionate about what they're doing too. And yeah. so I just want to shout out everybody on our team because
2: it's yeah. a pretty cool
1: team. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. We have such a cool team. Everyone's so fun. We should do a podcast where everybody comes on. <laughs> That'd be wild.
2: <laughs> that would be wild. Yeah.
1: It'd be so fun. I'm sure
0: some people would be like, can I keep my camera off? For this? <laughs> like, can I just hide? Because yeah. not everybody is- going to want to put themselves out there as much as us but remember episode one you guys episode one was scary but now look at us we're
1: like what did i tell you
2: yeah Yeah. if you say so
1: now we're 30 and flirty and thriving (laughs) (laughs) we are
0: 30 and flirty any final notes anything i know i'm not even going to ask you ben about what's coming with cadence lots of stuff in the works but We're not even going to talk about it because it's so close. I don't put pressure on you.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We are working very hard. That's as good of an update as I can give. It's, yeah, we're working very hard.
0: Amazing. Can't wait to tell the news of launches. We'll leave it at that. Yep. All right. (laughs) With that, we will wrap up. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. If you're watching us on YouTube, go ahead and hit the subscribe if you haven't done that. I think I have to say that in every episode. And we will see you next time on The Cadence Beat.